Welcome to Cancelled. Sorry for the missed weeks. Had some family drama. Could not be well, drama's not the right word. <laughs> Made it sound like somebody got divorced. There was a death in the family. Could not be avoided. So I do apologize, but we are back at the permanent record studios in Austin, Texas. Here for Bunheads, episode three and four with the very funny, I don't know why I'm talking like this, Martha <laughs> Kelly is here. How's it going, Martha? Um, good, Chris. Good to see you. Yeah. Uh, you, I just, you were talking before, uh, Mike, you said you did Pilates today. Yeah. I, uh, full confession, don't really know what Pilates is. Like, I know it's like an exercise of some kind. I didn't like know. like a yoga either. thing? No, um, it's, I didn't know either until my friend kept bugging me to go with her. And then I loved it because it's um, that you use equipment. So, um, like when I first started, I couldn't do any sit ups or push ups or anything. But this equipment um, supports part of your weight so that you can, and there's resistance and weights that you're moving around on. And it's really, it was really um, easy to build. Build strength. Okay. Starting from zero strength. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that same way about because I've been doing uh, yoga just at home or whatever, and like the whole thing is like you know this is for people with it was you know fat people essentially and uh, <laughs> and yeah but the, the the people in the video they'll have like there's someone who's like looks like me and then there's maybe someone a little better shape a little better shape and then someone who's like really good shape and the really good shape person is like going hog wild and they're on one leg with one leg up like this and then right. I keep looking at the fat guy and he's still just a little bit ahead of me and I'm like <laughs> I know you're supposed to be aspirational but like I need somebody on my level here uh, how's things you're going on tour soon right that starts yeah, this coming week I'm real scared I got in a fight on the internet yesterday with what I thought was a Nazi <laughs> turns and out he's just a troll uh, Okay, I mean yeah, they're kind of the same he it ended up where what the main thing is that I realize like my um I'm very react if I feel threatened I go ape shit <laughs> and um and if it was really a threat I would have probably needed to buy a gun and I'm glad I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably for the best although yeah. I do like I'm trying to picture you with a gun and it's very funny to me. I would feel I know that even if it was self defense and to save my life, if I had to shoot someone I would still feel awful. Sure. I think most people I think would. that's the yeah, yeah. I think non psychopath. Yeah. You feel bad if you have to shoot somebody regardless yeah. of why. Have you ever fired have you ever shot a gun like like target practice or anything? No, I almost got shot by a gun because oh, no. my friend it's a long dumb story but like accidental playing with a gun or somebody almost shot you on purpose? Uh somebody here in Austin um whose house I had just left mm -hmm. and this drunk driver drove himself onto the train tracks at Mainer and Airport. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um driving along them. Oh, no. And then of course his tires all went flat sure. and he was too drunk and he wouldn't I tried to tell him get off the tracks, and yeah, he yeah, kept yeah. saying, "Help me move my car." Right. So I ran back around the corner to my friend's house, knocked. They didn't answer. Their dogs started barking, and I'm like, "Any minute, the train's gonna come." Um, and smashes. Yeah, yeah. And I had a key. Right. Um. So I started to unlock the door, and I heard my friend yell, "Stop!" And I stopped, and I was like, "Are you talking to me or Bert, the dog?" <laughs> and he stopped. So, so I stopped, and then he opened the door, and he had had a shotgun pointed at Jesus. the door. Jesus! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, particularly when you're using a key. 
yeah. you know the name of the dog. Like, that should be some amount of a clue, That's right? Also, yeah, also just like... You just left. Like, there's a lot of... I think there is a, there is a, um, an element to gun culture that says you might have to shoot someone at any moment that makes people like reactionary. Kind of a little paranoid? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't have... I've, like, in Boy Scouts, I've fired guns, like, just at targets or whatever. I've never, like, hunted... Uh, I can't imagine. It's super, like, shooting targets, though, is super fun. Like, I kind of get the thing, like, yeah. there's something meditative about it. You kind of have to, like, control your breathing and, like, be super calm regardless, like, if you want to, like, hit bullseyes or whatever. So there is something, like, like oddly relaxing about it in a weird yeah. way. Um, I still don't want to have, like, a gun in my house, I think. Yeah. I drink too much. <laughs> I think you can't black out occasionally and then also have a murder weapon crowd. That's a good point. I don't I think someday I might want to learn how to shoot and own a gun just because mm-hmm. the way this has never happened to me, but I thought it was happening yesterday. Sometimes people will threaten us people on the internet sure. and say that they're gonna show and or dock somebody mm-hmm. and I just because of my temperament, even though normally I don't <laughs> seem this way, but no, I hear you. when threatened, my temperament is come at me, bro. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I should have a gun to be like, well, then I'll shoot you if you come yeah, to my yeah. house. Because you're like, a, you're, I mean, people may not know this. You're a small person. Yeah, I can't it's fight. It's not like you could fight. Yeah. 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 And also, that's like, uh, you shouldn't have to. Like, that's a scary thought. Yeah. To have to, like, I'm going to have to fight somebody. I had a lady come around the bushes screaming at me <laughs> at, a, at a dog park one time. <laughs> And I lost my mind. What was she yelled about? Um, that my dog didn't understand that the stick she was throwing into the lake was her dog's stick. My do- weird my dog cap. Well, she had told me once to come get my dog, and I did. But yeah. then it was an off leash park, and right. he found his way back. <laughs> and then she, um, she got real mad, and I went apeshit. And I still to this day feel like if you charge. At yelling at a stranger, you get whatever you get. I don't. Yeah, don't I don't start, do that. Don't start nothing. Yeah, don't be nothing. It's yeah. a very simple philosophy. Yeah. Ooh, I'm getting worked up talking. Sorry, about sorry. It. Hey, hey, hey. Let's <laughs> sorry. get away. Let's get away from. <laughs> let's get away from the dog park and into the wonderful world of the paradise. I already forgot the name of the town. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. is paradise. Yeah. Uh, we're back at Bunheads episodes three and four. Uh, episode three is Inherit the Wind, where we last last left off. It was the memorial service, and right. the friend of the guy find, of uh, Alan Ruck shows up and essentially tells everybody tells them that she has inherited everything: the house, the dance studio, all his money, all his belongings. Right, and then we start right there. Right, right. Super weird. Um. That's the episode. Yeah, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, that was I had wrote, written two things close together oh. that I didn't that I didn't get. No, yeah. And then it's weird, and the mom is being aggressively bitchy to Michelle. Super petty, which I actually kind of enjoyed. <laughs> but she wouldn't even give her a chance to say, "I'm not taking any of this." Agreed. You know? But she also isn't not taking any of it, right? Right. <laughs> I feel like the only acceptable move. If you're her, is to sign everything over to the mom yeah. and leave. Like you're that's right. it. I don't know yeah. what else you do in this situation. The idea that you're just gonna take this woman's house yeah. and like I get that she's not throwing her out on the street or whatever as the mom is claiming. Right. But also like 
that that's that woman's house. Yeah. You've known this man. You're married to that man for a day. You know yeah. what I mean? No, you're right. She should have immediately signed it all over. Said, look, about, look, this is weird. We're just going to get it over to you and it's done. And, like, the the reasoning for why she should keep it is so lackluster to me. Where she, they, uh, you, they, Basically, the guy says, you don't understand. All he ever wanted was to be married, which is weird. Yeah, right? that is weird. That's weird. It's uh, Not to, uh, like, apply gender norms. It's particularly weird for a boy. Yeah. Like little girls, we live in a culture where they fantasize about their wedding day and being whatever in family. And it's less common in boys. But for anyone to just be like, that's all I want is to be married. Not to find the person I love. Right. Not to meet my soulmate. Just to be married. Right. They say that he dressed as ho- as a groom for Halloween six years straight. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> so weird. Also, tell somebody it's a a groom costume is just a tuxedo, right? Just be yeah. James Bond. Like you don't have to be a groom. It's so weird. It's also so weird that like she didn't leave the day after he died. Guys, I'm so sorry. Do you need anything? No, I will no, get out of I'll your hair. Get out of here 100%. I still have an apartment. Yeah. I could just go back there. All my stuff is there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's super weird. Although there's a line here where they're talking about some crazy lady that lived down the block named Sissy Murkowski. And the mom and, uh, and Fanny says she still lives there. That Halloween was the last time anybody saw her. And I was like, ooh, I want to show about her. I want to know what's <laughs> going on in that weird house. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a bunch of weird stuff, but cuckoo clocks that I don't. It just she's got too yeah. many clocks, and then it's like one's like specifically a cuckoo clock, which is like a little on the nose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah, I thought it was weird that that she stayed, that the mom wouldn't give her a chance. What if she had wanted to say, "I'm going to sign it all back to you"? Absolutely. She wouldn't let her. I do like though the the mom is like super petty. She goes like coming in like, "Well, this tea kettle came with the house, so I guess technically it's okay for me to use." <laughs> and like it leaks a little bit, but I should be able to get enough hot water. <laughs> oh, is it okay if I use the water? Like so petty. I really it kind of I enjoyed that very much actually. That was funny. The B story going on here is that the the ballerina girls are having a gross foot contest Ugh. with the other ballet schools Mm-mm. because ballet feet are like ballerinas have bad feet because they're so like you brutalize your feet doing ballet or whatever. Right. And whoever has the grossest feet wins. And uh, there's something about one of the girls, the other school cheats because she has like a misformed toe or something like that. <laughs> uh, but what's fun there, what I kind of like about that story is that the girls have a chance to just sort of be girl. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. like a real, like, teenage kid kind of a thing to do. Yeah. And not every story with them has to be sort of dire. You know what right. I mean? Like, they can just sort of be kids, which I, I enjoy. Yeah. Um, and I, I enjoy that for the most part, they kind of get along. You've got the main one who's, like, kind of bitchy, but that's a defense mechanism. But, like, right. they're all pretty friendly. Yeah, they're, they're all friends. Um, and... There, uh, the one girl Boo mm. is supposed, you know, is not anorexic like a normal dancer, right? Um, and that's like a big part of this episode because the other thing going on with them, right? Is this the episode where they're going, or is that next episode? Um, no, it's the next episode where they're going to uh, 
the auditions are coming up. They're having the auditions for the summer ballet camp, but it's next episode is when they actually have the auditions, I think. Okay, right. Um, this episode, though, there is a black girl that's with them. Uh, she doesn't have any lines, but I was like, oh, a black girl. That's nice. I was just happy to see one kicking around, I believe. <laughs> In the next episode, she has a line that's like off mic. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, then there's – okay, so she gets all worked up. She's mad at uh, dealing with the pettiness of the mom or whatever, right? This is the episode where she takes – she finds the car. Right. Yeah. So – oh, oh, that's right. A, uh, a real estate agent lady shows up mm-hmm. and is going to take – and she like comes in like, oh, I have brought a casserole and sorry for your loss. And she's kind of yeah. like, oh, you're like a normal person in this town of weirdos or whatever. But it turns out she's just trying to sneak in there and get the sale on this house or whatever. Right. But I did kind of like that initial walk. Like, she kind of walks her through the hat, like, here's your – he had no idea how much land and everything she actually had. It's like seven right. acres. There's two ponds. There's a guest house, which will become important. Um, she says at one point, Fanny's no help with any of this because she's an artist. And I was like, fuck you, lady. I can – like, I just think <laughs> about my future. I'm like, if I was 60 years old, I'd be able to handle this if it came up, I like to think. Yeah. Um but Fanny is not happy when she sees the real estate lady. I enjoy that. She says at one point, she's like, she gave you a magnet. All right, it's sold. Let's just get the boxes. Like, <laughs> Fanny is so – everything is such drama with her, such high drama. I find her character very fun. I like her too. I did write – when the real estate lady was explaining the property, I wrote septic system – I'd peace out immediately. <laughs> I will never live where there's a subject. At one time, I stayed with a friend in Nebraska who had one. And at one point, because you don't know it's full mm-hmm. until it backs it's up. Problem. So it came up in the shower. Oh, no. It's like, help. we. I grew up. In a house with a septic system, and it wouldn't back up in the house, but like you'd walk out into the yard, <gasps> and it'd be like, oh, like the back would be like, oh, flooded. Yeah, that's the thing is like there's no gross. there's no way to um, have transparency to know when it's getting close. Right. Oh, yeah, it's real gross. I have a everybody should be, and most people are repulsed by um, human waste or, or animal waste, but... I like that you said most people are. Like, you're just, you're acknowledging there's a weird fetish part of it somewhere. There is, but then also some people, like my dad, when my niece and nephew were babies and we'd babysit and he would change a diaper, he wasn't always that partic- worried about... Like, for me, it was like, get a fucking hazmat suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lay it's out super gross. A, a bunch of stuff underneath yeah, the I'm new gonna diaper. Have to, I'm going to have to, yeah. like, Dexter this yes. house. Just plastic coat everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, sure. that, yeah, so just the idea of a septic system makes me feel like there's shit everywhere already. Very gross. Yeah. The first time I saw, uh, <laughs> this is, this is, so, uh, it wasn't our house, but our neighbor's house also had a septic system, and it backed up in that in the yard. And uh, there was a lot of uh, feminine hygiene products. Oh, God. <laughs> but you could see the red, right? Uh-huh. And I was a little kid, and I was like, someone in your house is sick. Like, there was no yeah. – like, I just didn't know what it meant. So yeah. as a kid, I was, just, like, terrified. Like, oh, someone in your house is dying. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not – but in in the country, in, even in, like – Yeah, know, I mean, there was no sewer system. Yeah. Lived. Yeah, everybody was on a septic. Yeah, my grandmother's house was too. It never that I recall backed up. It's just the right. idea of it. It's pretty gross. 
But so all of humanity is kind of gross. That's true. Just being a human being is kind of gross. And we used to just people would just shit in the street. So <laughs> I thank my lucky stars I wasn't around then. Imagine you were born in like Wild West times and everyone would just shit in the street. And nobody felt anything. No one was uptight about hygiene. No, mm. far from it. Everybody smelled terrible. You had to wear like – it's so funny too because you had to wear like a suit and three layers everywhere you went but also just smell the worst. It's so weird. Humans are weird. Yeah, we are. Um, uh, but now I do – like not that I think we were not formal enough but I was just on a flight and like just keep your shoes on. I'm not asking yeah. for much but like <laughs> – I, you don't have to put, yeah. like, dressed up. Wear shorts. Wear pajamas. I don't care. But, like, I don't know you. Put your, yeah. We're sitting next to each other. Put your shoes on. Yeah, I don't I don't think you should take your we're shoes off the, on a plane. We're not at the beach. But. You know what I mean? That'd be one thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't – I'm not a fan of people t- taking off items on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> you try to strike me as you might not be a fan of people just sort of taking off items just in general no in fact at the gym um twice i've walked into the to the women's locker room and there's naked women who just don't give a shit and i'm always <laughs> amazed like how do you feel comfortable naked in front of strangers it's weird to me i don't get it when i was a kid we used to go to this community pool and the showers were all like you're supposed to you know, rinse off or whatever and like right like normal people you have your swim trunks on and you just run into the shower but there was always like two old men with just the saggiest balls you've ever seen <laughs> just just like really lounging in the shower just really taking their time with it ugh. it's like i don't i guess you're old you stop giving a shit but ugh. Ugh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so boo has a crush on the tall one's uh, brother oh yes yeah who i Hate. Yeah, he seems like a dumb dick. He's a super dumb dick and becomes more of a dick in the upcoming episodes. But he all what I I don't like him at all, but he's also as like a character just lazy, you know what I mean? It's yeah. so one note. There's nothing there. And I guess yeah. like if you're into teenage boys, I guess he's cute. I don't know how to phrase this and not sound like a creep, but like I could see like a teenage girl yeah being into a boy that looks like that, but he's such a dickhead. Yeah. yeah, I just – he like, – and I get that's the point of the character and we're supposed to not, but not like, like him or whatever. But the show's better than that. And in real life, um, just from my own experience, a lot of people who are um, assholes are also very charming. Mm-hmm. And that's how they navigate how being they- such a selfish asshole is they charm people into going, oh, he's not so bad. Right. But he's, he's just a dumb dick. He's not that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, there is a great moment that I thought was kind of uh, – so there's a moment where Boo is in the car with her mom and they're having like a fun conversation and the mom has gotten some like healthy food right. that smells bad. And they're they're like yeah. having a real good mom and daughter conversation and kind of laughing with it. And uh, the main dancer girl walks Sasha. up. Sasha, thank you for reminding me your name. Shows up. And I had this fear. Where I was like, oh, she's just going to go be shitty to her. Right. But she wasn't. And they really get across the idea that she was, like, seeing this mother and daughter have this, like, genuinely nice interaction. Yeah. And then having to go with her mom, who was just like, what do you want, pizza? I don't give a shit. I'm doing whatever. Like, yeah. They they got that energy across really well. And, it like, it they played on that expectation of her being a bitch and actually just being a decent kid who's sad. And it, right. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I did, too. I thought that character... 
Sasha and the mom with Boo. I thought that was really nice throughout the episode. Yeah, very much so. And then like, oh, so the other the other thing happening. So she eventually gets freaked out. The Michelle gets freaked out. Finds this car that the husband had that was like his baby. It was like right. He had his everyday car, but then this was like his. He had rebuilt it and was convertible red. She takes it for a ride and it runs out of gas or breaks down or something. But it breaks down on a private road. This is the most, like, Gilmore girls nonsense, uh, and I say that yeah. with all the love in my heart, um, <laughs> of the show, I think, so far, in that we get a tow truck driver who shows them. She's, like, a foot onto this private road. Like, she's right. just on the mouth of this private road. And this foot tow truck driver's like, oh, can't go on that. It's a private road. Well, there's no signs about it being a private road. Everyone just knows it's a private road. It's that yeah. very, like, quick dialogue. The cops show up. She won't go, like won't go on the private road uh she ends up getting arrested which i thought was fun particularly when kelly bishop shows up and is just like just eating it up she just <laughs> loves it so much she goes she says something about you're the one sitting here in handcuffs and michelle goes zip ties and she goes oh there's a difference between zip ties and handcuffs i never knew like she's just so <laughs> she's so good at that um it is too far to suspend disbelief that that she wouldn't get towed off that road. Of course she would. It's, it's crazy. Well, because what else? I, yes, it's a private road. But currently, she is blocking said private road. Right. So what do you think the person who owns that road is going to want done? Right. It just doesn't make any sense. Also, it's not driveways or private property. And no one has, to my knowledge, um, it's it's not... You're not a criminal if you pull into someone's driveway to back out and turn around. People do right. that all the goddamn time. That's very true. Uh, I find it very annoying, and please don't do it in my house. I, am, <laughs> I, I will sit in my house. I'm old. I'll sit in my house and see somebody pull to my driveway. And I'm just like, what is this son of a bitch up to? Like, I really don't trust him. Um, I, feel, I don't like it either because I don't like surprise visitors. Yeah, I exactly. think it's a visitor. Exactly. Um <laughs> turns out this very rich man has bought this property and mm. set up these properties. Nobody knows him because he doesn't go into town or whatever. And uh, she has to walk up there to get approval to be towed off of this private road. Right. And I can't remember. I know I recognized the actor, but now I can't remember his face. I wasn't sure who he was. The character's name is Grant. Um, he is some like rich tech guy, I guess. Uh but he, is, he has a very nice, like a gorgeous mansion of a house. Uh, everyone's like, oh, he's there's all these stories of how like he killed a census taker or some shit, right. like whatever, or cell phone guys or whatever. Just like a bunch of bullshit happening. But of course, none of that's true. It's just small town nonsense. So she goes up and they're, they have a, a way too sharing of a conversation, right? Yeah, she shares way too much. No boundaries. She just tells him everything about the husband dying and the mom and inheriting all the stuff and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's, for his part, like, nice about it. Um, it would be n a normal person, though, a real life, just like the car would have been towed in real life. In real life... Knock on the door, sir. I'm my car broke down in your driveway. Hey, let me call a tow no truck. truck. You're welcome to wait in my kitchen. Can I get you a glass of water, water or whatever? Yeah, for and sure. then goodbye. I'm gonna go about my business or just <laughs> whatever. If anyone talked the way she did, you'd be like dialing nine. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to wait outside, please, because <laughs> you're making me very uncomfortable. Um, the part I actually did kind of enjoy, and like. I also kind of enjoy, and it may come, she, he may come back up, kind of feel like he probably will, just because it's a weird thing to introduce this character yeah. and not see him again. But I do like that there was no, 
like real flirty or anything happening. As a matter of fact, quite opposite. Like you see the whole time he's like decanting this bottle of wine and then eventually she's like, oh, I'll have a glass or whatever. And he goes, oh, no, this wine's not for you. I have somebody coming over. Like, so right. you need to leave. Like, I kind of like that idea of like it would be too easy for that to immediately be a thing. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I thought that was good. Um, whew. Uh, she leaves. I mean, there's not a whole – honestly, this episode doesn't really accomplish a whole lot. Like, we understand – she finds the guest house on the property, right? That's this episode. So she's going to move into the small little guest house. Right. I think that's this episode. Um, yes. And then uh – no, it's not. It's the next episode because the next episode starts with the movers and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, there's really not a whole lot that happens in this episode other than we find out that she's inherited all this stuff. Um, and the girls have some bonding moments. There really isn't much else beside that. Like, I will say at the end when she goes back and she walks into the dance studio and Sasha's there. That is good. Yes, that is good. I did forget about that. She says to her... She asks her about getting home. Because Sasha's there, like, after she should be home. It's, like, yeah. late at night. Late at night, and uh, she um, refuses any help from Michelle, and then Michelle says to this, you know, what are they, like, 16? At most, yeah. She says, uh, okay, well, be safe getting home. Be safe getting <laughs> Drive her home. Insist on it. Agreed. <laughs> I don't know that she has a working car. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Walk her home. Yeah, walk her home. But also, like, I do think there's something to the idea of, like, small town. There's yeah, not really but... a lot of things. No, you're right. I don't disagree with you. But I think that's what they're playing. That, yeah. What they're going for is, like, oh, kids wander around in the small town. And nobody's. There's no real danger here. I always found my dad and mom each were from small towns, one in Massachusetts and one in East Texas, and both of them, I always felt like this is where the real murderers are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said East Texas, right? Yeah. That is 100% where the real murderers yeah. are. Yeah. And everybody's house is in that small of a town is like half a mile apart. Mm-hmm. Oof. For sure. No. Oof. <laughs> we're, we're all lucky we made it out of there alive. I will. I did like that scene in that, like, they're not forcing that bonding to happen too quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they're immediately best friends or whatever. Right. They're just these small moments where they're like, oh, you snuck out. I used to sneak out. Is everything okay? Kind of just putting yeah. feelers out there. It's good. And she snuck out essentially because her parents are fighting. She doesn't want to be around the fight. Yeah. Um, there's an episode coming up where they also were out all night. But by out, it's kind of cute in this town, the rebellion. By out all night, they just slept in the car in the driveway. <laughs> I did that once in high school, and it was not fun. Why did you do that? Uh, we were um, staying the night at a friend's house, and her parents were really strict. So when we left, it was like, be back by this time. But then she was like, they'll go to bed. They won't know when we came mm, back. Yeah. We come back, we go somewhere and get drunk. Mm. We come back, middle of the night, doors locked. Mm. And she says, I can't wake anybody up or we'll get in trouble. Right. So we fucking slept in the driveway. <laughs> and it was in, in Southern California in June, it can get warm during the day, but at night it's cold. really cold. Yeah, and I was yeah. the only one who had a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And my I fucking let those other two girls talk me into. We each get 30 minutes at a time with the sweatshirt. It was so, yeah, not fun. Uh, First episode to not end on, like, 
a big reveal or a cliffhanger of some kind. It right. just kind of ends. Um, I don't think there's a dance routine really in this episode. Right. Um, which kind of stands out because they mostly are. Um, but I, a good episode, just not a particularly important one, it didn't feel like, outside of the inheritance. Um, yes. And then isn't it – is it – I'm looking at um, – am I still on uh, – well, the next episode starts with the landlord has moved all – has sent her all of her stuff from oh. Vegas. So okay. she's in the driveway and all the movers are there. And right. uh, But the, he's also included like all this furniture that wasn't hers that came with the apartment. That drove me crazy. And also – but initially she starts to make breakfast by blowing dust out of a dirty skillet <laughs> and then just putting – using it. Yeah. No, she's gross. Um but we're also, I guess we're supposed to buy, like, get more of like a, oh, bohemian, whatever yeah. kind of vibe from her. But that's also just gross. Like, yeah. clean your pans. Clean it. And uh-huh. then don't turn the gas on and leave the house. That might be the next episode. Oh. I think that's when she's in the the, the actual guest, guest house. Guest house, right. This is, she hasn't found the guest house yet. Okay. Because the woman, because um, they're complaining about all the stuff being there. Right. I think, right? Or am I not? Well, I thought it was... Yeah, no, she did. She must have found it because this is, she, like, yeah, the fridge and whatnot doesn't work. But there is a line in the beginning. I just, I don't know why I laughed, uh, but it made me laugh, where she's talking to the mover, and the, mm-hmm. she's like, uh, "Little, you want a little backstory with all this stuff? And he's just like, no, no, yeah. I don't. Because I would like someone to find... It was the same way in Gilmore Girls and in here, which I, you know, I love Gilmore Girls, and I do like this show, but these characters are so... Like the so the world revolves around them in all yeah. times. So when anyone is ever just like, no, I don't give a shit. Like here's your stuff. Yeah. I don't want to hear the nonsense. Like I I enjoy that. Um, I do feel like if a delivery truck was trying to give you stuff you didn't want, you could say no. No, yeah, it's not my stuff. I don't yeah. own this stuff. Yeah, but it's on the manifest. They keep yeah. saying no one gives a shit. Um, also, though, here's my biggest issue with this episode. She's coming into all these problems. Uh, she's got all this stuff. There's nowhere to store it. She can't get rid of it. She, uh, the fridge and the oven don't work. All these things. And she's like, I don't have any money. I don't have a job. This man has left you a house on seven acres. Right. Cars, belongings. I promise you he had a savings account. Like, there's yeah. no way he didn't have a few hundred dollars set aside for you right. to get a storage unit. Like, so I that note I have, like, nine times through the course of this, like, I promise you he left you money. Just finish, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Um, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And uh, uh, I do like Fanny in this episode. We find out she, like, doesn't sleep. She only sleeps like a couple hours at a time. So she's up at night and she goes into the guest house where she's sleeping and just like starts talking to Michelle and like trying to unpack her stuff and whatnot. I just found like her being nice to her was interesting. It was like nice. We don't need her to con- them to constantly be like at war. Although she does. I wrote a note about it. Mm-hmm. Fanny picks is going through Michelle's stuff and she picks up a pair of underwear and says. Yeah, I wrote this down too. Uh, these are not clean. Why are you picking up someone else's dirty underwear? <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> but also when she said, like, so the landlord packed all of the stuff. And mm-hmm. what she says was, I wouldn't wear I wouldn't wear any of this underwear until you wash it. But I think what she was implying is that the landlord got a oh. little weird with the underwear. Ugh. Um, <laughs> because the landlord says, like, he didn't fold any of the clothes, but he alphabetized all her CDs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, weird stuff like that that happens there. Um 
There's also a great line that uh, Fanny says here that just made me laugh where she's talking about this book that she had for like to teach manners or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't – not that it was old, but there was a chapter about being ladylike on a rumble seat. That just made me laugh. <laughs> uh, but the main story of this episode is that the uh, – they're supposed to be having the – uh, auditions at her dance studio. The auditions right. for this big summer ballet thing, whatever it is. So she's got to organize that. Excuse me. But uh, she finds out that it's been taken away from her. Right? Because the the dance studio has kind of gotten into disarray. The floor yeah. is, is scuffed up. It's uneven in places. And uh, she's, you know, giving us whatever. It's fine. Like she gets, a, she gets a fax, which I thought was funny. Uh, um, I was confused though. Uh, I didn't. I still didn't understand by the end of the episode if they had ever definitely moved it or if Fanny just thought they were getting ready to move it. I think they say at one point that they actually had moved it. Okay. And then Michelle figures out how to get the floor fixed, which also. Initially, Michelle figuring out how to get the floor fixed is her. I have she annoys me in this episode because she is too useless. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, she like again. This is another situation where just I promise you, he left you money. Just get somebody to fix the goddamn floor. But she right. goes to like the hardware store and tries to like. First, she's like, "Do you have layaway?" No. No, they don't. This isn't Kmart. What are you talking about? Uh, and then she, like, tries to flirt with the guys to get him to do it or whatever. There's a line here that, actually, again, there's a few lines that made me laugh. At one point, she goes, you're Don, short for Donald, right? And he goes, no, Donick. <laughs> what is that name even supposed to? No one's named Donick, but that really made me laugh. Um, also, layaway isn't where... You get the, the thing, thing and you pay they, later. They, that's not how layaway it's, works. You don't get the thing until you pay for it. So Absolutely. why would you need that for your floor? If you can pay for it, you get it It doesn't fixed. make – no. It just yeah. didn't make any sense at all and I found it very annoying. Um, the other side of that is this, of this story is the girls are having – you know, they're stressing about the upcoming audition and we've got a lot of uh, oh boy is there a brutal part but she uh, so Boo and the mom are at like a farmer's market and she's going on about how oh we've got to get all the healthy stuff and the kale and the whatever because I'm trying right. to lose a couple more pounds before the thing and the mom's saying yeah but we can get this candy whatever right? and she goes remember last year when you didn't make it and we got that cake and we ate the whole thing and it was so good blah 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 and I'll be honest eating a whole cake does sound good it, uh, it sounds great <laughs> I get it I'm a whole cake kind of a dude <laughs> Uh, but what gets rough is Boo goes back to goes home, and she and it's before the auditions happened. Yeah, and she finds this cake that says "Better Luck Next Year" on it. Yeah, ooh, that hurt. I yeah. saw that. I was like, "That's also like, what are you doing, Mom?" Yeah, you don't, don't you don't have to get the cake ahead of time. I don't like any TV or movie where they show a kid getting their feelings hurt. Sure. I can't fucking stand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it. Never was my favorite, but after my niece and nephew came along, I was like, I can't. Can't watch that. Also, get the cake without the icing, without the writing on it. Right. You can just have a cake and be, she sees like, oh, it would be celebratory if you do make it through. And if not, it'll be sad or whatever. But like, don't write. That's so rude. That's rough. Also, at this age of teenagers, they're sneaking beer 
Uh, yeah, they all are how about, drinking beer. How about have how about have give her a couple beers if she doesn't <laughs> make it or does make it? <laughs> sure, that seems responsible. Um, yeah, yeah. So again, with Michelle being fucking useless, she tries. She's trying to hang curtain rods. Oh, yeah, and it's like it's like they're trying to do this like real broad slapsticky thing where she's like. Yeah. She's taping them up at one point, or she'll prop it up on another. Like it's the, it made me really mad. No one's that stupid. <laughs> I and lo- like I, you're an adult, you're an adult woman who has lived on her own. Yeah, you have to know what a Phillips head screwdriver is. Like that, you're yeah. making her too dumb, and it's not funny, and it makes me not like her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it takes away from the character who I genuinely do like and pushes her into this like, oh, I'm just a useless girl. And it's, it's really I wrote, Yeah, I made a note of that, too, because it made me angry. Like even I, who am terrible at um, fixing or yeah. setting up stuff. Nobody tapes a curtain rod. No, it's just dumb. That's <laughs> not a, it's not an impulse a person would have. Right. Right. At one point, she literally moves a piece of furniture next to the uh, like she's trying to hang these curtains in front of like these glass doors. She moves a like an armoire next to the door and then just props the curtain rod on top of that. No, what are you talking about? It's really dumb. It's super dumb. Um, and it's be- I think it's because at the end or the beginning of the episode, the all the kids see her in her underwear. Yes, that is what happens. But. No one, there's no comment on the fact that they just are standing, staring into the guest house. It's not like they're walking by on their way to class. Oh, my God, she's in her underwear. They're, right. they're waiting for, for her. her. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> they are waiting for her. That was weird. Um, also, the other, th- and also, like, I'm not saying it's normal and you wouldn't have a weird reaction, but, like, she's been in dressing rooms yeah. Theoretically, her whole and locker rooms her whole life. Right. There's no way her being seen in her underwear is that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, by Maybe. like some kids, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like I don't know. That whole part of it just seemed weird. I did like that it set up, uh, truly, truly, whatever her name is, uh, to come in and sort of like come to the rescue. She's got the perfect curtains. She knows how to hang things because she's a fucking human being that can figure right. things out. <laughs> Um, I wrote, I still don't understand the Truly character. <laughs> I don't either. We get a little more of her coming up. I think she's like warming up to Michelle. It never is clear why she is such a crazy person to begin with. Sure. I, there is a com- an episode coming up where I end up, then I switch over and I'm on her team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this point, I was still like, why is she so mad and mean to this woman who... It's you can get mad at your competition for a love interest if they know they're competing with you. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But if not She didn't know you existed. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um there is a great moment with Sasha where Boo is she's all upset because she found the cake, plus she doesn't have good shoes, her shoes are falling apart. Right. And uh Sa- Sasha steals money from her dad her mom's purse. Yeah. To buy boo shoes. That was really I cute. I thought it was sweet. And then she came in, she was like, oh, my dad bought the wrong shoes, a size shoe or whatever. Do you want them? She, she can't yeah. just come out and say, like, oh, I bought you these. Uh, but it was good, I thought. I, like, I, 
they're good. They're not making Sasha just this one note, like mean girl character. She right. has a reason why she's mean. She's also not always mean. Like they're yeah. fleshing her out, and I thought that was good. Me too. I like that. Um, they eventually, I did. Uh, they go to Oxnard, which is where the uh, ballet thing is supposed to have been moved to. And which I, there's a line here that uh, Fanny says that I like. She goes, "It's terrible. It's dirty, and everyone is high on mushrooms and wears sandals." I just like that because <laughs> that's such a. What's so funny is for Fanny, who is this like bohemian dance artistry person, to then also right. be like, "They're high on mushrooms and wear sandals." Like she's still like an old lady. I just yeah. That. I wrote. I can't honestly remember what happens in Oxnard, but I wrote Oxnard, ugh, although old guy in backseat of car genuinely got him. Yeah. I don't know what he did, though. <laughs> that made me laugh, too. So I can't remember. Oh. They drove to Oxnard uh, to try and find someone to fix the floor. Right. And they're talking. They're like, when you see them, they're just driving. You just see the two of them in the front seat. They're driving back. It's the middle of the night. And then it pans out, and you realize this old man is in the back because they have gone there and gotten. They've convinced this guy to come do the yeah. floors overnight so that they can have the uh, auditions there the next day. And the, the reveal that uh, she, that Fanny, flirted with the guy to get him to come out and do the right. floors is super fun. I yeah. thought anyway. Because like for Michelle to do it, who cares, right? Like you're yeah. this attractive dancer girl. Also, these guys don't give a shit about you. They just want their money. So like whatever. But for her, for Fanny to be like shaking the money maker, I thought was fun. Also, yeah. we see a picture of a young Kelly Bishop on the wall. Yes. Hubba hubba. Yeah. Quite the looker back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and then Michelle has to, of course, like do like this annoying double entendre thing where she's like, did he wax everything that needed waxing? Like this nonsense with her. And Fanny's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I do enjoy – There's a, the, uh, the end of this episode I liked very much. Uh, it is audition day and uh, – Boo has auditioned. She goes in off to like so. The uh, Michelle and and Fanny are sitting on a deck. They're drinking wine. They're just sort of like we got everything done. You know, we work together. We're a good team. They're having like a little right. bonding moment. Uh, I think Fanny is starting to give talk to her about the idea of maybe teaching some classes. She's right. not into it, but whatever. And Boo comes out. And she's like, I did it. I auditioned. They said, you know, maybe next year or whatever. And they're like, and Fanny's like, screw next year. Get the wigs. <laughs> Go in a box of wigs. And they just start putting disguises on her and sending her back into the auditions with like a new yeah. number taste to her chest. I enjoyed that very much, particularly when essentially what Fanny says is like, look. There are every group of girl. Every time she goes in there with a new group of girls, there's going to be a Sasha, and then there's going to be this. And Boo is not going to get a fair look because she is, you know, bigger or whatever. But she's right. a really good dancer. So we're going to send her back in there time and over and over. They put on leg warmers, take off leg warmers, different wigs right. because of, and it's kind of shitty, but it's true. Eventually, she'll be in a room with someone a little bigger than she is, and she'll finally get a fair look, which right. is, like, shitty for the other girl who's a little bigger than she is. But I like that Fanny's willing to, like, yeah, bend the rules for a good cause. You know what I mean? She's not, like, she's not cheating to try to get an unfair advantage. She's just right. trying to get an actual fair shot for this girl who deserved it. So I, I thought that was fun. I also thought, I can't remember exactly, but I thought part of what she was saying was that... Because Boo 
doesn't look the majority look like the majority the other girls they're not used to seeing someone her size and so they don't even give her a chance right but that each time she goes in they're getting more used to seeing someone her size mm-hmm. and then they finally see her okay yeah i thought i that thought that was too. part of it yeah. too that, but, that sounds um, um i just it, like that scene a lot i like boo's energy every time she comes back out and they're putting the wigs and stuff on her i thought that was super fun and then the black girl gets to have a line off camera we don't see her say it but she at one point they had taken her leg warmers and then her and boo run off and then you hear her say off camera can i get my leg warmers back and i was like <laughs> good for you black girl you got a line um i like this episode i thought it was good in that it got michelle and uh and Fanny, some good, like, sort of bonding time. They got to work yeah. together for this common goal and sort of get over the inheritance thing a little bit. Right. Um, also, we find out that this is in the ep- – this is the – they have essentially established Michelle's like, I'm going to move into the guest house for a little while and we're going to figure out the money shit later. But right now, this is what's going to happen. And that's right. essentially where they're at. Um, Although I still think she should be like – I'm going to go back Here's to Las all Vegas. all your shit. I'm, I will be out of your hair momentarily. Yeah. I agree. It is. This is one of those hard to suspend your disbelief, but like it's the base conceit of the show. So yeah. if we don't have it, we don't have a TV show. Yeah. Um, I do feel like they could write in something for Michelle to sort of be forced into stay. Like she lost her apartment or she lost her job or something where she doesn't have anything to go back to right and so she's kind of stuck here until she can figure something out and then she whatever they don't do a good job of sort of getting that across it seems like she sent for her belongings which is weird you know what i mean yeah it is it seems like it would be an easy fix for her to wake up one day and there's a truck there and she's like what is this it's like oh your landlord sent your shit you didn't pay your rent through you out you're on a week to week you're on a month to month lease or whatever you didn't pay your rent you're out yeah like and now she's like, oh, shit, well, now I'm stuck here. What do I do? Seems like a more reasonable way to get her stuck in this town as opposed right. to her sending for her belong. It just seems weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's a weird. I feel like Amy pa- Paladino. Amy shit. Sherman Paladino. I feel like she just thought, I'm going to make the Gilmore Girls, but in California. Absolutely. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's exactly what she thought. Um, and sort of up the generation, meaning like if the Gilmore Girls, I mean, the Gilmore Girls was daughter, mother, grandmother, but mostly kind of mother, daughter. Yeah. And having this be sort of an older woman with a full grown adult as opposed to an adult with a child. Yeah. You know, and and the Gilmore Girls, the mom and daughter have a genuine chemistry. Absolutely. And it's... Uh, also, uh, Melissa McCarthy was on it. Sure, and that helps. One of my favorite people. I, on the- I'm getting the vibe. You're not super into this show. It just. I wrote one of the notes. I wrote was every time there's transition music, I wish it was the Gilmore Girls. Sure, it always sounds like the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna like you expect them the the next scene to be in uh, Luke's, but it's not, and then you just get a little bummed out. I'll buy that. Yeah. Uh, but also part of it is just that I grew up on the coast of California and I fucking hated it. So Oh, we didn't skip over one part. Uh, boy. So they go back to that bar, which is also oh, yeah. a restaurant, which may also be the only bar restaurant in this town. It's hard to judge. Yeah. Um, but they're going to be the ones catering the auditions. Right. And 
what those characters have become. In the previous week, he was just like a guy who owned a bar. He's kind of a surf bum. Maybe he was a little out there, but nothing crazy. Right. They are full-on caricatures at this point yeah. where like <laughs> the wife says like, we're open seven days a week. What do you mean? Like they don't know what they're when they're yeah, open. I didn't like it. Just it's insane how there's like in Stars Hollow, you've got uh oh, what the hell is his name? Uh, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy now. He's like the weirdo Kurt, right? Right. Who's like the weird guy, and he has like goofy business ideas or whatever. But he also just kind of seems like a a real human being who's a little weird. Right. Whereas these people are just no who is they're running a business. How can they also be completely like stoner caricatures? It just doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah, I wrote <clears throat> the, how there's how does the restaurant owner's wife not know anything about the restaurant? She shows up and she's like there's people like like eating or whatever and she goes, "Oh, drag, we're still open?" Yeah. Yeah, you're What are you talking about? You walked into an open, crowded restaurant. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, At one point, he's talking about how he's like, it's crazy. I can't even, uh, you know, like, I don't even feel hungover anymore or whatever. It's like, or he says something to the effect of like, how do I feel worse when I didn't drink? It's like, I didn't drink last night and I feel so terrible. And then a few lines, they talk, they talk, whatever. And then he goes, oh, wait, I did drink last night. Like, what? what? Like, it's just so (laughs) dumb. And that's, I think where this show and Gilmore Girls as much as I do actually I, I'm shitting on it a lot I actually very much like the show that's it's those sort of I feel like the main characters are pretty well fleshed out I think Michelle's a good character I think Fanny's great uh, for the most part the girls are good yeah it's the patchwork of the rest of the town that just yeah. doesn't feel it doesn't come together the way Stars Hollow did and I think right. that's where it's kind of it's missing yeah I agree Word. Anything you want to plug? Um, this this will be out on Thursday. Well, there's a this tour that's coming up that I don't know why I thought we should go through the South. Uh, no, no reason. I think uh, it's but that's good. what we're doing. No refunds tour. <laughs> Is there? A, can they go to your like Twitter, your Facebook, or your uh, website or whatever for dates? Yeah, there's a, if you go to MarthaKelly.net, the homepage go. has the no refunds tour dates and venues and links for tickets. Perfect. Uh, name a couple cities you're going through. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to Houston, Lafayette, Louisiana, New Orleans, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Atlanta, Athens, Georgia. There you go. And then uh, Asheville, Charlotte. Durham, North Carolina, and our last show is Charleston, South Carolina. That sounds super fun. If you're in any of those towns, definitely go. Uh, friends of the podcast, Avery Moore and Pat Dean are also on the tour, so go do that. I, uh, If you're at UT, if you go to UT, I am doing a show on campus on the 25th. I don't know where, where but details to follow on like Twitter and Facebook and my chriscubescomedy.com. I am doing a benefit for Austin Parks on someday. Bear with me. I'll find it. It's right here. Uh, it's not the 11th. I do have something on the 11th, but it's not that. And maybe it's the 31st. Here we go. It, uh, come on. Facebook event. What are you doing to me? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yes, for Austin uh, 
Parks Foundation on August 28th. That's a Tuesday. A bunch of shows coming up, so check my Twitter, Facebook, and comedy page. Uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, check out the Patreon, all that good stuff, and I will see you next week. Music.